Thank you. Before we read his holy text to the Nurses Sorority Organization, we thank God so very much. Lord, we thank God for the great work you've done in ministry. To all of you that work in the healthcare profession, we thank God so much. And to my sweetheart, Ms. Jean Hopkins, amen. See, there's a, all of us at the State House fight over Miss Jean, amen. She is so beautiful, and she is legendary. I think she went to Allen University with my mom and with Miss Mildred, Judge Mildred McDuffie. Looks like she's about 27, 25, 30. You know I love you, Miss Jane. Amen. To my great friend and brother, Rick Wade, thank you, man, for being here. You'll make a great college president. Amen. And we, we are certainly praying for you, and you have my support, and thank God so very much for you. And to all of you who've come today, despite the weather, I, my heart was made glad when I saw so many have come from far and near. I, I saw the Glovers came in here from Charlotte, North Carolina, and I just oh my God, I, if there was any reason for you not to come, the, the devil could have said, stayed home today. McFadden's came from Greenville, and the Bradleys came from Walterboro, South Carolina. People have come from far and near. So all of your grandchildren that are home in the bed with the cover over their head, and 29209 and 29061, they ain't got no excuse. Amen. Amen. We, we thank God so very much for them. There's a word from the Lord this morning as we continue our series of messages in this year of supernatural uh, supernatural favor. This is our third series of the year, and the series is entitled A Commitment of Faithfulness. A commitment of faithfulness. See, faithfulness precedes favor. Everybody wants the favor, but nobody wants to be faithful. Amen. And so a commitment of faithfulness. This is the second message in this series as we look into the book of Ruth and we examine the testimony of not just Ruth, but of Ruth's mother-in-law, Naomi. Hear what the text says to us this morning. Chapter 1, beginning at verse 15 through verse 18, the New Living Translation, and it reads, Look, Naomi said to Ruth, Your sister-in-law has gone back to her people, and she has gone back to her gods. Small G-O-D-S. You should do the same. But Ruth replied, Don't ask me to leave you and to turn back. Wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you live, I will live. Your people will be my people, and your God, capital G-O-D, will be my God. Verse 17 says, Ruth continues, says, Wherever you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord punish me severely. Severely, if I allow anything but death to separate us. Verse 18 says, when Naomi saw that Ruth was determined, somebody say determined. She saw that Ruth was determined to go with her. She said, 
nothing more. And the church that loves God's word said amen. Catch someone by the hand. The series again is a commitment of faithfulness. This is the second message in our series. Hold those hands and look at someone and say, no turning back. Amen. No turning back. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Now, just, just so we can get on the devil's nerves, somebody ought to lift those hands and say, I won't go back. Amen. I, I won't go back. No turning back. In the last week's message, as we began this series uh, on faithfulness, we, we spoke in that first message of this series of the importance of us remaining faithful even when our situation changes for the worse. Remaining faithful when things do not go the way you had hoped and prayed that they would go and things will change. We said to you on last week, not if things change for the worse, but when they change for the worse. It, it won't be good all your life. It, it is not going to be a mountaintop experience all your life. There will be some valley experiences. There will be some times in our lives like uh, what happened to Sister Naomi, the mother-in-law of Ruth, and when things go from bad to worse, the challenge is, what are you going to do then? What are you going to do when you wake up one morning and, and things did not work out the way you had hoped that they would? What do you do when your number is called and that pink slip is on your desk? What do you do when your loved one that you have loved all your life prayed for? When that person is not healed, but they go on to glory to be with the Lord. Look at somebody and say, what then? Because what I've found out is it's so easy to be faithful when things are going your way. Come on, it's so easy to be faithful when there are no struggles. When things are going just as you had hoped that they would go. But the temptation that we as faith walkers often fight against is that when things go the opposite direction, the natural inclination is to turn back and to do what we have already been delivered from. That is what the enemy wants. The enemy comes and whispers in your ear and tells you things and, and wants you to go back to how things used to be say to you, why, why are you still holding on? You go to church all the time. You pray and it doesn't seem as if God answers your prayers. And the enemy wants you to go back on what you have already committed yourself to do. But I showed up this morning to declare and decree that the devil is a liar. Is there anybody in here determined that you've made up your mind Ah, uh, my great brother, my great friend, elder, pastor, Frank English used to say, I've come too far to turn back now. Every now and then, 
You've got to declare to the enemy that God has been too good for me. And, and I don't care how things are right now. I'm still trusting in God because my relationship with God is not just predicated on good days. But I know how to be faithful even when days are not so good. Can you praise him and worship him? Can you be faithful to him in good days and not so good? I, you know how to buy an umbrella and come to worship in a rain. You know how to lift your hands when your body is aching with pain. I, I was so encouraged this morning at 8, came to church, and I saw two rows full of mothers who pressed their way out uh, doing cold, snowy, rainy weather. And, and, and I just, tears swelled up in my eyes. And I said, Lord, look at faithfulness. Look at folk who had every reason to say not today. But, Lord, I trust you. Lord, I worship you. Is there anybody who made up your mind that I'm going to stay on the battlefield? I'm going to stay right here. You've been knocked down and you've struggled and things have not always gone your way, but you've made up your mind. Nothing will separate you from the love of God. Somebody shout faithfulness. Faithfulness. Yes, the enemy comes and the enemy wants us to go back. The truth is, it is a struggle. Somebody say struggle. It is a struggle to try to go forward when it appears as if there is no hope. It, it is hard. The truth is, it is hard to, to press on when it seems like things are going wrong all around. Back against the wall. Hellhounds are on your track. Sick and broke and family acting crazy and folk on your job act like they're just full of demons and just, it's, it's hard to say I'm going on because the enemy says, why don't you give up? But I stopped by to tell you the Apostle Paul had the answer in Philippians and in the third chapter Verses 12 through 14, the NIV version, Paul understood this in the book of Philippians. He, he writes to these first century New Testament saints. And Paul writes these words in Philippians 3, beginning at verse 12. He says, not that I have already obtained all of this or have arrived at my goal, but I press on. To take hold of that which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Paul says, uh, Brother Rick, to these saints, he says, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold, but one thing I do. See, you can't go ahead when you're still thinking about what you left behind. Paul said, but this one thing I've made up my mind that if I'm going to press, I'm going to forget what is behind. You've got to let it go. You've got to forget the folk who hurt you. You've got to forget how you felt. You've got to forget what you came through because the enemy will constantly remind you of people who've done you wrong, but you can't go forward in reverse. Can I preach this? Then, then, then Paul uses these words, and this is why I like this translation. Paul says, straining 
towards what is ahead. Look at what he said. He says, I'm straining towards what is ahead. Then verse 14, I press toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. In other words, it is not easy. Paul said, it's a press. The old folk used to put it this way. I'm pressing on the upward way. New heights I'm gaining every day. How many of you know it's a struggle? But tell somebody I press, I press. Listen to, to how the Message Bible puts verse 14. The Message Bible records verse 14 this way. It says, and I quote, I've got my eye on the goal. <laughs> Look at somebody and say, what are you looking at? Problem with us is that I'll focus it on everything but the goal. Paul said, I've got my eye on the goal where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I am off and running. But I like how that verse ends. It says, and I'm not turning back. Everybody ought to make up their mind that, Lord, I started out with Jesus, and I'm not turning back. Anybody made up your mind that no matter how hard it gets, I'm not turning back. Every now and then, we ought to remember the words of 1 Corinthians 15 and 58 that says, Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know, your labor is not in vain in the Lord. I just want to make sure I'm in the right place. Is there anybody in here who's ever gone through your struggles with a determined mind that I will not give up? Come on, everybody cries every now and then. Everybody goes through something. Look at somebody, encourage somebody sitting next to you and say, hold your head up high. Dry your tears. Everything is going to be all right. You're not the only one who struggled. Jeremiah the prophet writes in the 20th chapter of the book of Jeremiah. He says, I, 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 am, I am constrained with the pressures of life. And he says, nobody seems to like me. I'm struggling in this world. And in fact, he says, I, 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 I tried to quit on you, Lord. But every time I tried to quit... It was like fire shut up in my bone. How many of you have got something inside of you that will not let you quit? Come on. Truth of the matter is if the devil had his way, you would have quit last year this time. But the only reason you're still here is because God has been good to you. Somebody made up your mind that I'm going to serve God. All the days of my life. Tell your neighbor I will not quit. Will not give up. I don't care how hard it is. What you're going through. You've got to understand that there's something good on the other side of this. Whew. I'm preaching to somebody this morning. Here's a prophetic word for someone. There's something God has for you. On the other side of your struggle. And if you can just make it through this. Ooh, who am I preaching to? Just, just reach over and just touch somebody. Say, if you can just make it 
through this, the enemy knows <laughs> there's something good on the other side. Ooh, good God Almighty. Something with your name on it that the devil's in hell uh, trying to block you from getting to and want you to quit right now. But the scripture says, be not weary in well-doing. For in due season, you shall reap if you faint. Now, anybody know you got a blessing on the other side of this? Come on, just jump on your feet one time and get on the devil's nerve and Shabbat God from the... From, get on the Come on, Tommy. Help me out here. Get, come on, somebody. Get, get on your feet and just give God some praise. And say, on the other side of... Y'all sit down. Because it, it, what the enemy does not want you to realize is that your struggle will lead to your blessing and if you can quit in the middle of your struggle he'll have you just where he wants you listen to the text Ruth wonderful anointed woman of God Ruth who had a choice Ruth's testimony as a faithful woman of God after realizing that things had not gone the way she wanted them to go. Follows her mother-in-law, Naomi. We talked last week about Naomi, whose situation went from bad to worse. Naomi, because of a famine in Judah. I'm going somewhere with this. You know what Judah represents. Although Judah was what they were called as a people and as a tribe and as a nation, but Judah represented the praisers of the 12 sons of Jacob. Judah was the one that led the praise. It was, it was the man of God who went to battle. The king said, put Judah first. Let the praise go first. But they left Judah because of a famine in the land. Naomi got to Moab, a strange land. Things went from bad to worse, her husband dies. Her two sons dies. Leaving her and her two daughter-in-laws in a strange land with no husband and no providers. Would have been so easy to give up and say, God, you've done me wrong. But look what God does. Here's what the Bible says. She returned back. Verse 7 of the text says she took the road that would take her back to Judah. Judah represented the praise. And God told me that when you struggle, there's a road that'll take you back to your praise. Can I preach to somebody in here? Look at somebody and say, there's a praise when you go through this. God says, I'll take you back to where I had you and I'll bless you but I, I, I don't need you to go back in bondage you need to embrace what God has for you so Naomi decided 
she and her two daughter-in-laws, one by the name of Orpah and one by the name of Ruth. They decided that we're going back. But listen what happens on the journey. Mother, you preached this the other Thursday night. Or you spoke this, excuse me, the other Thursday night. Uh, you said this, Naomi on her way back looked to her daughter-in-laws and gave them a choice and say, it's a struggle ahead. It's not going to be easy. I have no kinsman redeemer that I know of. I don't know how I'm going to make it, but God told me to take the road back to Judah. You don't have to go. In fact, I urge you to stay. Verses 8 and 9 says, but on the way, on the way where? Verse 7 says, the road back to Judah. On the way back to restoring you, there is a choice. Naomi said to her two daughter-in-laws, you don't have to go with me. You can go back to your mother's home. And listen to what she says, and may the Lord reward you for your kindness to your husbands and to me. May the Lord bless you with the security of another marriage. You young ladies are young. You've got your whole life ahead of you. You, you don't have to follow me. You can go back on the way. In other words, they had already began the journey. And in the middle of the journey, the option was to go back. One of the daughter-in-laws, Orpah, after the persistent urging of Naomi, decided that I'm going back. I'm young. I can't take this. I'm going back. But look at verse 14 of the text. It says, but Ruth clung tightly to Naomi. One daughter-in-law says, I've got my whole life ahead of me. I've got to look out for myself. But Ruth did not consider her own situation. She did not consider what was best for her. She said, I've made a commitment to you, and I'm going to honor my commitment. Now, here's the ironic thing. We never hear of Orpah again in the Bible. There is no book written by the name of Orpah. There's no lineage of David and Jesus by the name of Orpah. Orpah went back and she got what was behind her. But what Ruth received was something greater than what you're going through. Oh, I'm going somewhere. Listen, Ruth says to Naomi, don't ask me to leave you. I can't go back. Where you go, I will go. Where you live, I will live. Your people will be my people and your God will be my God. In other words, I've made up my mind that only death can separate me from my commitment. And I know it's not going to be easy. And I know we have uh, nowhere to go, no house to live in, no food to eat. And really, I don't know how we're going to make it, but we're taking one step at a time. Can I preach to somebody who's on a journey of one step at a time? Come on, anybody lift your hands that God is blessing you one day at a time. And you don't really know how things are going to unfold the rest of this year, but you know that God is making a way one day at a time. Has God been good to you today? Was God good to you yesterday? Did God bring you out last month? Has God made a way out of nowhere? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor... You ought to find a reason to praise God 
for one day at a time. I don't know how things are going to turn out, but I'm glad he woke me up this morning. I'm glad he made a way this day. I'm glad there's food on my table today. I dare you to give God your best. Somebody ought to praise him. On your journey to restoration, the enemy is going to come, try you, try to take you out. But God is so good. I just need you to think back how good God has been to you. Come on, somebody, just, just, just lift your hands and say, Lord, you've been good to me. Think about the struggles you came through last year. Think about the struggles in the last few years. How many of you, the enemy tried to take you out, but God has been good to you. And now you've come to a crossroad, and the decision is, shall I go forward? Shall I embrace what God has for me, or shall I go back? Here is the difference. God bless us in my spirit in such a profound way, even between the services. God says, Oprah endorsed what she knew. She went back to what she knew. But Ruth trusted on what it could be. Who am I preaching to? Some of you are holding on too much to what you know. And what you know really isn't that good. And what you came through really never was that good. Amen, somebody? But here's where you trust God. Faith is walking in what God can do. Not what you know you've already been through. In other words, Ruth embraced the fact that the God I serve is going to take care of me. And I don't know how he's going to do it, but I'm trusting that God will make a way somehow. I'm trusting that God will not let me down. And you know what? If I have to struggle, let me struggle. If I have to go through hardships and heartaches, let me go through hardships and heartaches. But this is one thing I know, that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, more than I can even ask or think. Is there anybody in here that's trusting God for your future? Come on. I know you know what you've been through. Look at somebody and say, you know what you've been through. You know the struggles that you left behind. But here's what you don't know. You don't know what God has for you. Because on the other side of this is a man by the name of Boaz who's just waiting to bless you. Somebody lift those Holy Ghost hands and say, Lord, have your way. I won't go back. I can't go back. I've come too far. I've made up my mind. Any determined folk right now? You're on the right road. You're on the road that leads back to Judah. And, and, and the devil is trying his best because here's what the devil knows. The devil knows that God never let you down. And God rewards faithfulness with favor. I see favor all over you. Can I, can I speak into somebody's life? 
God says, I see favor all over you. And I know you've struggled. And I know you've had a hard time. But guess what? God is about to turn your situation around. Look at somebody and say, get ready for a breakthrough. Pressing on. I know it's hard, but here I am. Somebody say, I press. Stand to your feet wherever you are and say, Lord, I press. Come on and say, Lord, I press. Lift those hands and say, Lord, I press. I know it's hard and it's a struggle, but I press. I know folk let you down sometime, but it's going to be all right because there's something good with your name on it. After you come through this, I, I, I feel a breakthrough praise right now. Take 30 seconds and from the depths of your belly, I, I just need you to Shabbat the Lord your God and begin to give him a praise. And go leave your seat and encourage somebody on the opposite side of the aisle and tell them, be encouraged. No turning back. No turning. No turning. No turning. Lord, I trust you. Anybody in here trust him? I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. You're not the only one who's struggling. But for God I live. For God I live. For God I die. You've been good to me. I know that there's something good. Come on, clap your hands and leave your seats and make your way to this altar. Come on, Zion. Come on, Zion. Come on, Zion. Come on, Zion. Come on. Let's touch and agree. Touch and agree. No turning back. I know it's hard, but look at you in church on this cold Sunday morning. MS couldn't keep you home. Somebody ought to praise him. Somebody ought to help me. Fill the altar. Leave your seat and fill the altar. Come on, somebody. Come on, Zion. Cancer can't turn you around. Heartaches can't turn you around. Hardships. Losing your job will not make you lose your faith. Come on. Can't go back. Tell somebody I won't go back. I won't go back. Trust in the Lord. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He will.
Lift those hands. Declare and decree. I won't go back. I've been changed. Woo. Look at somebody and say healed. Freed. Delivered. I found joy. <laughs> I found peace. <laughs> Tell the devil I found grace and favor. Right now is the moment. Today is the day. I've been changed. In fact, I've waited for this moment and I won't let it pass me by. Look at someone standing next to you and say, I won't go back. I can't go back to the way it used to be. Ah, <laughs> uh, clap those hands. Come on, choir. Change. God's speaking to you right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delivered. Delivered. I found joy. I found joy. I found peace. Yes, I have. Yeah. And grace. I found favor. Lift those Holy Ghost hands. That's a message for every demon in your life. For every demon in your life. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Grace. Anybody know you're different now? <laughs> Lift I'm those hands healed. and say, I've been, I'm healed now. And I've been set and free. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've been delivered. Delivered. I found joy. I found something that the world can't give me. I have peace. That I found grace. Ooh, favor. And favor.
pick it from the top. I've been changed because I want the enemy to know something. I'm not what I used to be. Tell somebody, I'm not what I used to be. There was a time in my life I would have given up. There's a time in my life my haters would have convinced me to give up. Oh, but I'm not what I've been changed. Somebody, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. God's got something with your name on it. And I found grace. And your favor rests upon me. Right now, right now, Where all my worshipers in here? Come on. Wave those hands in the air. Devil, I won't go back. Listen, listen. Put your arms around somebody's shoulders. There will be a moment in all of our lives. Perhaps there will be moments in all of our lives which we would be at a crossroad. We would have to make a decision to go back to the way things used to be, to go back to the hurt and the pain and the distrust, the conniving and backstabbing. to go back to when nobody trusts anybody you know how you used to be and what God delivered you from and here's what happens when you reach that crossroad then you, you don't yet see what God is going to do and it looks like what's behind you is greater than what is ahead of you every demon in your life will speak to you tell you you had it better when you were there but the devil is a liar every demon in your life will come and try to convince you that what you had was better than what you know it was you know it never was that good Ooh, but here's what you've got to trust God on the other side of this struggle 
there's a blessing with your name on it. What Ruth did not know was that I've got to trust God for the unseen. Oh, listen. I've got to trust God for what I cannot see. I've got to trust God that he won't ever let me down and I don't see it yet. Somehow I know that God will make a way. On, on the other side of that road back to Judah was a blessing waiting on Ruth. Whew. She didn't know it, but she had to trust God. Ruth's sister-in-law went back and we never hear from her again. The world never would know what happened to Orpah. But we know about Ruth because she trusts God. She made the tough decision that I won't go back. And I know some of us are going through some tough times right now. We at crossroads of our life. Some of you, it is decision time. Get somebody to say it's decision time. Whew. You've got to make a choice. Lord, do I make that commitment? And this is not about Bible Way or Pastor Jackson, but this is about something greater than Pastor Jackson and Bible Way. This is about your future and your destiny. What God has for you. See, see, you can't go back and forward at the same time. Either a vehicle is going in reverse or going forward. The question is, which direction will you take? God says, take the direction to go forward. Press towards the mark. Close those eyes. And after we pray this prayer, if there's somebody here this morning, if there's somebody here this morning, and you know God is speaking to you. God says, make that step. Don't leave the way you came. Reason why God woke you up an hour early and drive through the snow to stand at this altar, to be in this worship center, is because God says, I've got something on the other side of what you're going through. Woo! With your name on it. God's got a blessing with somebody's name on it. But Ruth had to make the decision to be faithful. God is calling on somebody here this morning to make that decision. Let us pray. Lord, I thank you. I bless you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We all are at crossroads in our lives. There are times, Lord, in which it seems like it's so hard. It would be so easy just to go back to where we've come from. But you've reminded us on the other side of this, there is a blessing with our name on it. And so we say thank you. Thank you for our destiny, future. Thank you for what eye has not seen, ear has not heard. Ooh, I, I declare and decree on the second Sunday in the month of March in the year 2017, that God's going to unveil some things. God's going to reveal some things. God's going to send some blessings this week to somebody in here. Whew. There's a reason you're here this morning. God's doing something right now. Have your way, Lord.
Have your way, Lord. We thank you. We praise you in advance. In Jesus' name. Somebody say, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your arms around somebody. Say, no turning back. Tell them, I won't go back. I won't go back. If you want to join the church, if you want to make that commitment, come on. I'll wait for you. Come meet me at this altar. If you want today to be your day. Somebody, come on. Step out right now. Come. Wherever you are, come on. God's good. Thank you, young man. Look at that brother walking down the aisle. Come on, I'll meet you, brother. Come on. God bless you. Come on, somebody put your arm around you. God's calling somebody else. Wherever you are, God's calling you. I won't go back. We're touching and agreeing. Somebody else, God's calling you. I know it's not easy. I know it's not easy. You've got to step out by faith. I won't go back. Anybody else? God is... This brother ran down the aisle said, God's talking to me this morning. He said, God's talking to me. Anyone else? Thank you, young lady. Somebody clap your hands. One more time, I won't go back. Somebody in here, the devil's trying to convince you to go back. Anyone else? Clap your hands. benediction amen I know it hasn't been easy and it's a struggle but you've got a choice choice is that I won't go back God has been too good to you on the other side of this something with your name on it and so as we prepare for this benediction and to our nurses who come and healthcare professionals, we thank you so very much. By the way, put your hands together for them. To all of our visitors who's come, Brother Rick, thank God for you. And to all the others, we thank God for you. But God's doing something in this year, supernatural favor. God is turning some things around. But before he turns it around, you've got to make a decision that I won't go back. It's going to be tough. And there will be times in which it seems as if you need to go back. But the devil is a liar. You've come too far to go back now. Meet me here on Tuesday night. We've got three important takeaways from this message that we need to share with you that will bless you. Amen. Lift those hands for the benediction. May the Lord bless you and protect you. 
May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name we say amen. Amen. Encourage somebody. Amen. 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 God bless you.